Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. I don't know what you came to do, but I came to praise the Lord. Amen. Come on, let's magnify him. Let's worship him tonight. There's a great move of the Spirit already in this service tonight. God is working in our midst. Amen. There's an awesome spirit of revival that's going on. Amen. We're thankful to have brother and sister Narlock back with us tonight. Amen. Looking forward to what God is going to do here tonight. It's unlimited what God can do in our midst. Let's worship together.
Like a rushing wind I can't speak of sin Just crumble me And you fall Like a mighty rain Overtaking me With your glory And you come Like a rushing wind I can't speak of sin Just crumble me you fall
heaven and say, take us there tonight, God. We want to be in that place. We want to be in your presence. We want to feel the glory of God. We want to know what it's like when heaven and earth touch and we are caught in between. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 I want to take a moment here, amen, and just say how thankful I am for the praise teams at Higher Praise Tabernacle. You know, it's hump day. It's Wednesday night. It's the middle of the week. Hallelujah. We're tired. I'm tired. You're tired. They're tired. We're all tired. Hallelujah. But I'm telling you, amen, every Wednesday night, these folks come in here. Hallelujah. And they put everything they got into ushering this congregation into the presence of God. And I think they've done a wonderful job again here tonight. Hallelujah. They are determined, amen, to do their best. Hallelujah. Amen. Whether it's Sunday morning or whether it's Wednesday night, there is no difference with them. Hallelujah. Amen. We ought to give God a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. For praise team, singers, and musicians tonight. Amen. That are willing to come in here and practice. Hallelujah. Give it their best shot. Amen. In our church services. Come on. Hallelujah. One more time. Give them a great big hand clap of appreciation. Hallelujah. Here tonight. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I'm going to mention just a few phone calls. Amen. And a few people that we know that need prayer, they can go ahead and put all the names on the screen. Hallelujah. We're fixing to pray for the sick here tonight. Hallelujah. But Sister Drake, right now, I talked to Brother Drake right before church. Hallelujah. And as far as I know, Sister Drake is in the emergency room right now. Hallelujah. She's been running a fever for several days. They say she has a viral infection. They say she does not have COVID, but she's got some type of viral infection in her body, and they don't know what's going on, going on with her. Hallelujah. So we need to pray for Sister Drake right now. Sister Weber just had an operation. Hallelujah, and she is in a lot of pain, so we need to pray for her. Sister Stephanie, amen, needs a lot of prayers tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. Sister Samantha, amen, needs a lot of prayers. Sister Barfield, hallelujah, they are not here tonight because she's in Cartersville, amen, at the ho or not at the hospital, but going to the doctor, I think, tomorrow. They had to drive up there, amen, tonight. I think she's going to the doctor tomorrow, or either she went to the doctor today. I didn't get all of the information on that. Praise God. But Sister Drake, Sister Weber, Sister Stephanie, Sister Samantha, Sister Barfield. Praise God. Hallelujah tonight. If you know somebody needs prayer, just lift your hand to God. Let me, amen. If you know somebody needs prayer tonight, just lift your hand to God. Hallelujah. We're not going to take spoken prayer requests, but God sees that hand. Amen. God knows who you are going to be praying for tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. So tonight, let's, let's join together in prayer. Amen. And let's believe God for the miracles that these people need tonight. Hallelujah. God, we come before your throne of grace tonight. Hallelujah. Believing you, God, for, amen, the healing and the miracle, God, that these people need tonight, God. Hallelujah. God, we're asking you, God, hallelujah, for a miracle for Sister Drake. Hallelujah. Sister Weber, Sister Stephanie, Sister Samantha, and Sister Barfield tonight, God. Hallelujah. We're asking you, God, for miracles, God. Hallelujah for those that have their name on our screen here tonight, God. Hallelujah. God, we're not going to give up on these people. God, we're going to pray, amen, until we cannot pray. Hallelujah. Amen. Believe in you, God, for, amen, the miracles that, amen, and the healings that these people need here tonight, God. Oh, God, we plead the blood of Calvary tonight. We plead the blood of Calvary tonight, God. Hallelujah. For those that are sick. For those that are shut in tonight, for those that are not able to come to church tonight because of some sickness or illness in their body tonight. 
Lord, we bring all of those things, God, hallelujah. God, under the authority of the blood of your rugged cross tonight. Amen. Every sickness and every disease is subject, hallelujah, to the blood of Calvary tonight, God. So, Lord, we plead the blood for these folks tonight, God. Believing you, God, that you're going to meet that need. Believing you, God, tonight that you're going to touch these people tonight, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Y'all were through singing, right? All right. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. The, the, the uh, Holy Ghost certificate uh, that I was supposed to hand out Sunday. Did you fill this out? Does that look like an L or an S? <laughs> I had to confirm it with her. I said, we've got a, a Lean Brown here Sunday. A Lean Brown. <laughs> Amen. It's Sean Brown. Amen. Brother Sean here got the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I just had to pick on you, sister. My handwriting's worse than yours. Hallelujah. Amen. We're so glad. Amen. And Sean is here tonight. Hallelujah. There's a Holy Ghost certificate. Put it in a frame, Sean. Amen. Put it on your wall. Hallelujah. We love you, brother. Amen. Good to see you tonight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. We got Brother Bar, uh, Brother Barfield. Amen. We're so glad to have Brother Narlock and Sister Narlock back with us. Amen. On this Wednesday night, praise God. Like we thought before they were, uh, we thought before they were going to be preaching for Brother Patrick tonight. Hallelujah. But that's been changed to Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Hallelujah. So we ask him if he would so kindly come back tonight since he's in the area and preach for us. Hallelujah. And uh, we love, uh, amen, this man. We love his family. We love his children. Hallelujah. We love their ministry. We love what they do. Praise God for the kingdom of God. Just remain standing. He's going to come to the platform right now. Hallelujah. Let's give uh, Brother Narlock a great big hand clap of appreciation here tonight. Hallelujah. Somebody say, preach to me, Brother Narlock. Come on. Hallelujah. Somebody say it. Preach to us tonight, Brother Narlock. Amen. You preach to us and we'll receive it. Amen. Anoint his lips of clay tonight. Hallelujah. Let him speak forth. Amen. The oracles of truth tonight under the anointing of God. Hallelujah. Amen. And anoint our minds and anoint our hearts that we can receive that anointed word of God tonight. Hallelujah. Let's one more time give him a great big hand clap of appreciation. Come on, Brother Narlock. Y'all sing. Amen. Obey God. Whatever you want to do tonight. And thank you, Pastor Morrell. Somebody clap your hands to Jesus another time. Come on, he's worthy of our praise. Hallelujah. Could you put your heart in your hands? Come on, that's it. Glad when they said unto me, let us go. One thing I've desired of the Lord, that will I seek after. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Look at your neighbor. Tell him you're looking mighty good tonight. Could you do it? Amen, amen. Because one more time, Pastor, the Bible says praise is comely. Amen, not homely. It makes you look good. That's comely. You're looking good when you praise God. You're looking good when you lift your hands. Praise the Lord. Come on, you're looking good when you just, amen, just get out and dance in advance of the blessing. Come on, I'm going to be glad for the blessing in the house. Hallelujah. Somebody say, yeah. Woo. Praise the Lord. Feel Holy Ghost in the house. Thank you, praise team. 
Amen. Thank you, everyone. Uh, thank you, pulpiteers. Praise God. Amen. Helping us every time. Wow. Amen. Good to be back at Higher Praise. Uh, we didn't know it either. Amen. We know we had Wednesday off. We didn't want to overstate our welcome. And, uh, Pastor, uh, we got to talking. We had Wednesday off. Amen. And uh, we start Friday, Saturday, Sunday uh, with Pastor Harvey. And uh, so he said, come on. And we thought, yeah, praise the Lord. Uh, amen. So we're just thankful. Uh, I pray that you more so enjoy instead of endure. Praise the Lord. Uh, but uh, so we're glad to be back at Higher Praise again. Uh, I, I, we're going to sing a golden oldie. Uh, amen. Got this on the way. Come in here. Uh, amen. Not that we wrote it, but I think you know the song that says, It's going to be worth it all. How many remember that song? Every heartache, every trial, every smile. Praise God. And I wonder tonight, uh, amen, there's some free spots. My, you can look around. There's some closer spots. Uh, I, I'm not saying you have to, but I, if it's still kosher, uh, amen, on, on this side of 2021, why don't you just maybe cross some boundaries, shake five, six, seven and a half hands. Tell somebody that it's going to be worth it all. Could you do it? Amen. Find a different seat if you want to. Amen. Get a little closer if you feel, but help us sing it. Yes, yes, yes. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Turn to somebody with a Pentecostal grin. Tell them it's even worthy right now. Amen. Come on, somebody say right now. Hallelujah. Amen. We're thrilled. Amen. To be in the house of the Lord with you. While you're standing, we want to go to the word of the Lord. I appreciate my wife. I thank God. Amen. I get to travel with my best friend. Amen. And it's been just such a blessing. We're already booked for Branson. Amen. Going to celebrate 34 years. Uh, amen. This year. I thank God for that. Hallelujah. Amen. And uh, we got three great kids. My, we're living the dream in Jesus. Amen. And I appreciate what God is doing. Uh, amen. Blessed and not stressed. And uh, amen. I, I just thank the Lord for that. God is just outstanding. Amen. Sababa. That means awesome. Praise God. Uh, it's not a bad slang. It's a Hebrew slang. You can go to some of the market tenders in Israel. And you'll go just sababa. And they'll go, ah. <laughs> they don't expect us Americans to... You know, they'll know our kind of cool. You know what I'm saying? Praise God. So it's just kind of, uh, it's just kind of cool with a capital K. Praise God. Amen. Please, if you could, I want you to turn with me to the book of Hebrews tonight. The book of Hebrews tonight. Thank you, Pastor and Sister Morrell. Amen. We appreciate this awesome opportunity to be in the house of the Lord with you. Amen. And uh, we love and appreciate, uh, amen, Brother and Sister Morrell. Once again, I'm going to appreciate your pastor, his family. Uh, amen. Love them so much. And uh, you saints of God that are just so faithful. And uh, my just the more we meet, it's a treat. It really is. Uh, amen. We're not, we don't bump into someone, my, that's a sour apple. No. Uh, amen. It's like, wow, this just continues. It's the tentacles of this contentment and, and joy and happiness and high praise. It's, it's contagious. Amen. And I, I thank God for a contagious church. Praise the Lord. We get to bring this to other churches. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes, uh, amen, you leave some churches and you almost want to go home and jump out of the basement window. Amen. But but thankful, <laughs> not really, amen, but thank the Lord for higher praise, praise God. There is some product, amen, we're going to try to get some new product, we're still working on it. The Lord's given us yet another brand new song, the Lord will, we're going to be putting on the guitar CD, different stuff. But for now, we didn't even bring the table in, forgive us, uh, amen. And we just, we didn't even bring the guitar in, I just wanted to worship with you all tonight that way. There's different ways to worship, uh, amen. But uh, there's some product on your welcome, the WC the welcome center out there. The, wow, that doesn't mean water closet. Praise God. The WC, welcome center. Praise the Lord. Uh, it's out there. <laughs> Sorry, Pastor. Praise God. Uh, so feel free to check that out one more time. Some prayer journals, are the trios out there. Uh, we're having to reorder the classics. We're already, <clears throat> amen, looking to that, but then looking for some new product as well. So thank you so much. We're looking at the book of Hebrews. I know this is a Wednesday night. Uh, amen. And there's school schedules, there's work schedules, uh, different things uh, that are just ahead of you. Not that you wanted to be reminded of that. It's 8.02. It's early. Uh, amen. You know that we're not a long-winded preacher. Praise God. Not that I know of. But there's always a first. Amen. And so, <laughs> praise the Lord. So help us in the book of Hebrews tonight. We're going all the way to the, the 11th chapter. And I want to start, uh, amen, with the 24th verse, excuse me, 23rd verse, going all the way 
through 229. Thank you, those that are helping, helping us, Sister Screen, for the sound. Uh, amen. We appreciate uh, your ability, and thank you for letting us confuse you every once in a while. Amen. Uh, so awesome. Here we go. Hebrews 11 and 23. By faith, Moshe, Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents because they saw he was a proper child. And there's a whole lot into that word proper there, really. And they were not afraid of the king's commandment, Pharaoh's commandment. By faith, Moshe, amen, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Amen. Choosing rather to suffer affliction of the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, esteeming the reproach of Mashiach, greater riches than those treasures in Mitzarim, amen, in Egypt. For he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. I like that. There it is. For he endured. Somebody say, he endured. Could you say, as seeing him who is invisible. Through faith he kept the Passover and sprinkling of blood, lest he, lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch them. So by faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, which the Egyptians assaying to do. I love the way the KJV puts it, assaying to do, trying to do. This really happened. I'd love to spend an hour with some of you, as it were, amen, just talking about the Sinai and Exodus, the disposition, uh, amen, in the archaeological supplements that they found, the whole journey. It's just mind-blowing awesome. This is not a fable. This really happened. Amen. The Red Sea is by land which the Egyptians, saying, were drowned. They didn't make it through. So look at the words just for a few moments. Verse 23, not afraid. 24, refused. Moses, 25, suffered. 26, reproach. 27, forsook. 28, had to have faith. All of these things that Moses did just to believe. For he endured as seeing him who he is invisible. He endured all these things because I know he's there anyhow. How many know that there's the law of first mention in the scripture? When you begin to look at the law of first mention in many different ways, maybe articles across the sphere of society, but yet in the word of the Lord, it has an importance. The word love is first mentioned. Maybe not L-O-V-E in the sense that we would think of it in the English, but it's first mentioned when the flickering sunshine on that metal blade was coming down in the hands of Abraham to slay Isaac on the altar. That's the first mention of love. Powerful statement how that at Mount Moriah, a man was the same mountain where Jesus was crucified. For God so loved the world. The law of first mention of faith, as we're reading from the chapter of faith in the book of heroes, the first mention of faith is the word steadfast as Moses was on the mountain and the Bible said, amen, her on one side and Aaron on the other. He was steadfast. That word in English says that, but in Hebrew, it's the same emunah, which means faith. 
he stood in faith the first mention that when the enemy of our soul and once again could i say amalek when you look him up hebraically stands for the word doubt so doubt was against the children of faith and when moses was exercising faith steadfastly that's when doubt had to dissipate and the victory was won so if i could i didn't mean to take all that time brother in this intro i just feel this in the lord tonight if you could help me preach just a little bit simply do it until the invisible shows up stand refuse suffer reproach forsake keep the faith until the miracle supernatural shows up because at higher praise it already had it even is and i believe it's gonna be could somebody take that Bible, lift it high like the sword that flickers in the S-O-N shine, and somebody begin to pray, Father, we thank you for your presence, for in it is fullness of joy, and we're asking God that you'd help every heart to align. God, amen. We acknowledge our dependency upon you. Amen. We are in agreement and an allegiance, amen, in faith tonight, that you're the Malachalom and the King of the universe. Touch higher praise on a Wednesday night. And help us to be quick to give you the praise. We ask these things in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Hallelujah. Could somebody shout in Jesus' name? Could you place your Bibles down? Clap your hands unto the Lord one more time. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody bless the blesser tonight. <laughs> Woo, praise God. Come on, could you clap your hands unto the Lord? All ye people, shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There's got milk. There's got Captain Crunch. There's got a lot of things. But look at somebody tonight and say, got miracle? Come on. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you for standing so long. It's our honor to be on a Wednesday night, probably, brother. And I'm not mistaken. Wednesdays are probably typical teaching nights. Amen. At the same time, though, when you come into a Pentecostal church and, and you cannot trust the pastor, you cannot trust the evangelist, you cannot trust the preacher because at any moment, God may, amen, direct that message in a sense that goes beyond, amen, the hypothesis of what we think should be in a service. Amen. Praise God. Anybody with me in the chief seats? Praise the Lord. And so I want to dive into this tonight. Amen. The clock just vanished. I think it, there it is. If I look straight up, I can see it. Amen. How many want the preacher to look up? Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. We might even tag team, Brother Morale. I feel it in the Holy Ghost. But I want to, if I could, go in, amen, to say that, again, we are living in these precarious times, the end times, and not to kerfuffle you with all of these things or to somehow make you feel nervous and to tense up, amen, in this wonderful service, uh, whereas, amen, the singers were this wonderful pipe, hand of God to bring us and to usher us into the presence of the Lord. They talked about, amen, having touch on earth and as if it were being annotated, amen, in between, somewhere, from above and below. And I love those times, amen, that in his presence there really is fullness, of simcha, the joy of the Lord. And we need that joy. And the Bible says, Brother Rowe, that the joy of the Lord 
is our strength. And so, Pastor, before I leave here, I'm determined that I need, amen, the joy of the Lord for the strength of Thursday and the joy of the Lord for the strength of Friday and Saturday and even Sunday. Somebody say joy. And so, if I could, I want to preach on the accessibility of the miracle of this heaven-touching earth. Amen. And how that in many ways, you can look at it scripturally. Yes, it did fall on them like rain. Sometimes it came in the sense of the crackle of cloven tongues of fire. Sometimes the whirlwind, amen, would apprehend their hearts. Amen. And take, amen, the situation under control to wow us, amaze us. And we stand in utter awe of his presence. But a lot of times, more often than not, brother, it takes something on our behalf. I think, Pastor, it may have been you or somebody maybe in a song or the song leader that may have said that we've got to do something. Amen. In the Lord tonight. Could I say it again? Shema Israel Adonai Elohinu. Amen. Adonai Echad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God. He's not three, not two, but he is one encapsulated within that and other scriptures amen around it you can find that in deuteronomy 6 deuteronomy 11 numbers chapter 15 in the trilogy of those three terse verses amen encompass what hebraisms brother the hebrews would call amen the shema but the shema is not just to hear the shema my brother it, it, it really means to do to step out and do what we hear is the entirety, amen, of the Shema. Not just to hear it, not just to somehow mull over it in our minds because that's the Greek mentality, amen, that it's going to be worth it all, almost as if the Greek song says, when really it can be worth it all right here. I'm not always just enduring to get to heaven, but I'm enjoying to get to heaven at the same time. That's the Jewish mentality. Amen. It's not just to hear it, but do it in the process. Teach it to your children diligently. When you rise up, when you sit down, when you go in and when you go out. Amen. Brother, it is to be on the doorposts. That's phylacteries and tefillin. Amen. And zitzit and talit. And there's this all-encompassing nature. Amen. That God is all around us. And he's not something to be reached way in the distance, but he is accessible. Amen. Right here, right now. Oh, hallelujah. So don't just hear it tonight, saints of God. Reach out and get it right now. Somebody say right now. Somebody say right now. Amen. So that's the, the Shema. That's the hearing. That's the accessibility. Amen. That Moses got a hold of. But don't, don't see it yet. You can ask, amen, Joseph. You can ask Elijah with the fiery chariot. You can go on and on in that 11th chapter of the heroes there. Amen. They can tell you in their testimony. It was then with the continuity of doing something. Amen. Then the miracle fell. 
amen, walking by faith and not by sight, then something takes place. I believe right here in the month of March in 2021, on a Wednesday night here at a higher praise, somebody's going to have to say, in my mentality, in my soul, I'm not leaving here until not only do I hear it, but I'm going to do it every day. I'm going to frequent my prayer closet. I'm going to push away the plate. I'm going to praise him at the rising of the sun and the going down of the same. Come on. The name of the Lord is going to be exemplified in my life. I'm going to be a walking, talking, amen, havoc for hell. Come on, somebody. Can you shout, praise the Lord. Woo. Hallelujah. So, brother, if I could, I want to launch out, amen, into some of these scriptures tonight that I pray would help us to see Old Testament, New Testament alike, that there is an immediate accessibility to the Lord for those who really believe. Brother, I want to go and could you help me? Amen. Scriptures. Uh, amen. Tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to take you to that next scripture of the book of Genesis chapter number 15. I want to go there with you. Amen. And starting around verse number 6. Amen. The Bible says Abraham and he believed in the Lord and he counted it for righteousness said unto him, I am the Lord that brought thee out of Ur of the Chaldees. Notice the Bible says that the Lord there is capital letters all the way through. When you have a capital letters, it's not Adonai, but it's Yahovah. It's the Old Testament name of God. So God, amen, simply said, amen, Abraham, I'm going to know you. You're going to know me. Amen. And, and, and the Bible says he believed Yehovah. And he said unto him, I am the Lord that brought thee out. Verse number 8. And he said, Lord God, whereby shall I know that I shall inherit it? He said unto him, take me an heifer of three years old, and a she-goat of three years old, and a ram of three years old, and a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. And he took unto him all these, and divided them in the midst, and laid them each piece, one against another. But the birds divided he not. And when the fowls came down upon the carcasses, amen, Abram drove them away. We could read on and get into a lot of homiletical exegetical explanation. But I want to bring you tonight just to the swift, quick story in a nutshell. This is a covenant drafting in antiquity to where, brother, they would literally... Two people, you know the story, it's been preached here, I'm sure, but would walk through a ditch of blood. Amen. The two people that wanted to have a, a pact or a contract, brother, it'd be like we're going squirrel hunting, sir. We grab about 10, 15, 20 squirrels. We'll lay them on two sides of a ditch. Amen. We'll cut them up a little bit, and the blood would go down to the middle. Amen. Similar an inch or two or so thick or deep, and you and I, amen, Brother David, would walk through that blood, and it would get on the hem of our garments by the time we walked through, you and I would have made the pact. Sometimes it was the exchange of weapons. Sometimes it was the exchange, amen, of outer garments into the midst of that, but there was always blood in the middle of that. Amen. They would put a lamb, hallelujah, on one side pigeon, amen, on another side, they would have them into the halves, the blood would come down, and God, and Abraham, we're going to make a covenant that day, how many remember the time that you made a covenant with Jesus Christ, 
The Bible says, brother, that Abraham, amen, was put to sleep. God put him to sleep. Does anybody ever remember another time in the scripture where somebody was sleeping? Hallelujah. Amen. And God cut into the side of this man and took out a rib and made wolf man. Whoa, man. Anybody with me? Hallelujah. Something's happening here. This wasn't a duality. This was a, a unilateral situation to where God knew Abraham. Even if you do not keep this covenant, amen, I'm going through it anyhow. The sun goes down, amen, and the glory of the Lord comes upon the situation, pastor. And the Bible says like a smoking, glowing, fiery furnace, amen, God himself walks through the blood. And blood is on his garment on the behalf of him, Abraham, and those who would join the myriad of people after him. Hallelujah. What a powerful depiction. Calvary was the same depiction, brother. The thief on one side wasn't dying for our sin. The thief on the other wasn't dying for our sin. I wasn't there to die for my sins. But God unilaterally, amen, took upon himself the sin of the world, amen, so that I could be set free. Amen, blood bought, sought out, bought out by the blood of Jesus Christ. Oh, somebody say yes, yes, yes. Come on, how many been baptized in Jesus' name? You didn't just go down to come up wet. You didn't just go down because it was some kind of ceremonial duty. Amen. But you struck a covenant with the God of the universe that says uh, he already shed his blood. He already walked through the ditch. He already pulled me out of the miry clay. Oh, somebody say yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. So what's going on? Here it is. God. Abraham, there was this expectation. There was something happening in the midst there. Amen. He knew what was going on, brother, when the animals were slain. God and I are going to have a covenant. But God ended up putting him to sleep. What are you saying? Before it happened, the buzzards came to eat up the sacrifice. Isn't that something, brother? Whenever you find something to sacrifice or give to God, amen, some fresh revelation, some fresh vision, some fresh dream, there'll always be a devil there, amen, that wants to eat up the sacrifice. There'll always be a devil there, amen, that wants to steal and strip you of your spiritual vitality, amen, to where you cannot make a fresh pact with the power of God. Woo! Somebody say hallelujah. So what do you do, brother? I don't know. I don't know whose coat. I'm sorry. I don't know whose coat this is. Is this okay? I'm going to do it anyhow. Hallelujah. Amen. So there it is. He starts swinging, brother. I got to keep the fouls away. Amen. I got to keep everything away that, amen, is somehow trying to get these sacrifices on the side. Amen. You get away over there. You're not, come on, these big vulture-looking ravens, these big stinking black birds. Amen. These crooked neck, long-looking stupid things. Amen. I don't go let them feast on that which I'm giving to God. You can't trample the blood of Jesus. You can't have what God has for me. Amen. You better get out of my covenant valley because God's coming in a smoking furnace. But brother, the thing was, is he kept doing it. He just kept doing it. I don't know when he's going to show up. I don't know what's going to happen. But he just kept doing it until the invisible 
invisible shows up and walks into the midst of the valley he didn't even know that it was happening because he was sleeping at the time but I ain't giving up on what God's doing I'm going to keep on doing something I'm going to keep on praying I'm going to keep on coming to church brother don't you stop preaching don't you stop singing don't you stop supporting one another don't you stop lifting up the hands of those that are next to you come on somebody you're the children of faith keep on keeping on somebody say yes 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 look at your neighbor say keep doing it look at your neighbor say keep doing it (laughs) where are we at preacher amen there's something about continuity brother there's something about consistency there's something about just keep on doing something until God shows up Amen. Moses reproach. Moses, there's danger. Moses, there's Pharaoh. Moses, there's this. But he kept doing it until, brother, amen, the whole situation changed. Amen. And all he's seen after that, brother, was, amen, bloated bodies of Egyptians and chariot wheels sinking to the bottom of a Red Sea. You just keep doing it till the invisible that you thought impossible shows up. I don't know about you, but I I, I have felt, amen, Sunday, I think I felt last Wednesday, amen, these are messages that I pray encourages you, because I believe the Holy Ghost is encouraging higher praise, I believe the Holy Ghost is saying, amen, to this congregation, sister, amen, keep kicking up your heels, brother, you keep on treading out, amen, of the wine press, because God's got something special for you and I in this house, come on, there's miracle signs and wonders, somebody shout miracle signs and wonders, Could somebody stand to the feet and say miracle signs and wonders? That's what God wants at higher praise. Come on, that's what God's doing at higher praise. Miracle signs and wonders. Could you clap one more time? Could I go on, brother, tonight? Second Samuel, Second Samuel, please. I don't want to belabor. Maybe this is kind of partial teaching. Usually we put it in first, second, fourth gear, and we don't stop. Amen. But I want to slow down just enough to go to that Second Samuel. Is that all right? There we are. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Sister Screen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Second Samuel, chapter number 21. Amen. And if you begin to read somewhere around, amen, verse number 8. And the king took two sons of Rizpah, the daughter of Aah, who she barren to Saul, Armoni, Mephibosheth, and the five sons of Michal, and the daughter of Saul, whom she brought up for Adriel, the son of Barzillier, and to Holatite, and delivered them into the hands of the Gibeonites, and they hanged them in the hill before the Lord. And they fell all seven together and were put to death in the days of harvest. Look at the specificity in the scripture. And in those days, in the beginning of the barley harvest, in Rizpah, the daughter of Ahiah took sackcloth and spread it for her upon the rock and from the beginning of the harvest until the water dropped upon them out of heaven and suffered neither the birds of the air to rest on them by day of the beasts of the field by night, it was told David what Rizpah, the daughter of Ahah, 
the concubine of Saul had done. And David went and took the bones of Saul and the bones of Jonathan, his son, from men of Jabesh, Gilead. What are you saying? I could go on and on in the scripture. There's a lot of history there. Amen. But simply, the Gibeonites were not treated well in the sense that Saul, amen, had, did not behave as a king, if I could say, righteously. And the Gibeonites, brother, wanted, as if it were, recompense, revenge, amen, for what was taking place. So David obliged them. He didn't give away the Mephibosheth that he made a pact with. May have been another different things happening, but somehow he got the ten men, the Gibeonites, got the ten sons of Saul. You heard the story. You heard preachers preach it. Your pastors taught it. Amen. But if I could, amen, two of the boys. It's almost like in our military stance, brother. You never send all of the sons of one woman into the front lines to fight. You never do that unless she loses them all. I don't know exactly why he did what he did, but Rizpah thinking possibly this was her only two sons. Amen. And now out of the ten, the Bible says they all fell at one time. <laughs> They're all hanging there. And she takes, brother, amen, some kind of sackcloth. Of course, sackcloth and ashes are the accompaniment of mourning. And amen. When they drape themselves in sackcloth and ashes, she put it upon the rock. And the Bible says, brother, for some time that she had a vigil there. Amen. By day and by night, it didn't matter how long it was. Both of her boys were hanging, amen, from the tree. Both of them, as it were, had the noose. And maybe in the vernacular of Eastern custom, Old Testament custom, it could have been really nailed or impaled to a post. But whatever it was, again, like in Abraham's story, Amen. Buzzards are pretty smart. They can see flesh that's inability to move. Amen. They can test it out. They'll fly for hours, even from a beast that's struggling on the sands, dying from thirst. They'll hover. They'll circle. And they come, and they think they're going to have a feast. Amen. Upon the sons of Risto. You know the story. I don't want to sound horrible here. Amen. But can you imagine? Amen. Brother, they're there to go in and gouge out the eyes. They're there, brother, to pick and peck. Amen, on the neck and tear apart, amen, the soft parts of the tissue and to tear away and to somehow get to them. But there was a mama there said, not on my watch, not today. So she took whatever she could, maybe it was the sackcloth that was on the rock and she plucked it out, amen, get away from my boys. You're not going to have a feast today. Amen. I don't know. Maybe she stood on the rock. Maybe she straddled some kind of stones. Get out of my way. Amen. You're not coming here today. The birds, amen, couldn't land on her boys. Brother, then, amen, that word of what she was doing got back to the king. And the king changed the situation. It even reminded him when the Philistines, amen, hung the bodies, amen, of the headless men as the were of Saul and Jonathan. Amen. They needed a proper burial. It was now in the king's mind to have a proper funeral and burial. 
all because, amen, one sonless mother said, I'm going to make a difference. Amen. I'm here to tell you when you keep doing things, amen, it gets the king's attention and then he shows up, amen, to help you. Come on, somebody, somebody's got to keep doing it. Sister, you keep praying till the miracle shows up. Sir, you keep fasting till the miracle shows up. Come on, you keep the buzzards of life away. You keep the cares of life at bay. Don't you let it come take your sacrifice. Don't let it come and take your progeny, your lineage, your investment. Don't let the devil strip you of your dignity. Come on, somebody. Those are my boys. Those are my daughters. This is my church. This is my family. That's my pastor. Pastor. That's my pastor's wife. You better get your hands and eyes. Amen. Off of the, come on, somebody. Amen. It's time to fight the good fight. You keep doing it till the miracle shows up. Could you clap your hands under the Lord, somebody? I just, for whatever it's worth, brother, I know this is kind of strange, but I wanted to give you just a couple of Old Testament examples, higher praise, of those that just kept on keeping on till God showed up in the name. The longevity of your trial, the perpetuation of what seems like endless forever. Amen, it's not for naught. God's got it and he's got it under control. Somebody say, God's got this. I know you might be bored out of your gourd with this kind of preaching, but I'm here to tell you, if it hadn't happened now, it might happen tomorrow. You're going to need this antidote and survival kit before the day or the night's over. To say, wait a minute, I can't, I can't stop. It's even some of our family that called us after midnight last night where Sister Lalika and I were praying in Jesus' name. God, touch him. Help him right now. We begin to pray in just seconds, moments, just maybe a minute later, poof, something lifted. Amen. He was in his right mind. Everything was fine. After blacking out and different stuff, whatever spiritual warfare that they may have been in. Amen. God deliver them and they're high on the Holy Ghost cloud of heaven today. I want you to tell you, amen, you might need it late in the night, even maybe tonight, but somebody's got to put it in their mind, amen, that I'm going to keep on keeping on until that invisible shows up for me. God wants to wow you. God wants to instantly surprise you. How many know he wants to surprise you more than you want the surprise? God loves it. Remember that when his kids, the king's kids, go, wow, thank you so much. And he goes, <laughs> come on, somebody. Amen. I love it when I can surprise my kids. I love it when I'm going to be surprising my grandkids. <laughs> Hallelujah. I don't know what it's going to be, brother. It might be an 18-wheeler. It might only be six foot long, but it's going to be something. Hallelujah. Whatever it is, brother, I won't surprise you. I'm already collecting metal trucks and toys. I'm already, I've got a metal top that I want to show them. I like antiques. We're buying old metal things. And um, I've I got little gadgets and stuff. I've already got a storehouse of this stuff. We, we, we just don't have a time. Hallelujah. Amen. God wants to surprise you. I'm going to know you got it better than the best in serving Jesus. You may have today that weight upon the Lord shall renew their strength. 
Amen. They'll mount up with wings as of eagles. Run and not be weary and walk and not faint. Brother Clint, you got the you, you got the the best. You got the better of the best that may be out there. Amen. The crumbs of the master's table are better than the festivities of the banquets of the world. You 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 you've got it. Somebody say you've got it. I don't know what time it is. Say, preacher, look up. Praise God. Is this okay? I, I got about, amen, 25 minutes. It's just some of you nine o'clockers are getting nervous. Hallelujah. Amen. But 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 hear this. I, 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 I want to say this just quickly. Amen. That in 1 Kings 7 and 23, and you don't have to turn there. I didn't even put this on. Amen. The screen slip. Amen. But 1 Kings 7 and 23. It was Solomon that always built things better and bigger. Amen. And there was a huge cast bronze basin that was for the new temple. It was 10 cubits in diameter and its circumference is said to be 30 cubits. I'm going to know that if you look that up, it is pi. Accordance to the scripture, amen, Solomon had this big basin. How many know what is pi? How many know what pi is? I'm not talking pecan or apple. But if you look at that sounds good right now. Amen. But if you look up pi, amen, that is 3.14159265358979. That's three in the seventh. That's pi. We usually say just 3.14. Is that all right? Amen. That's beautiful. But I'm going to know that according to the measurements in the scripture of 1 Kings 7 and 23, that is mathematically incorrect. You cannot fit that in the scripture in the KJV and says this is right according to our high school mathematical college-induced pie of our day. It won't work. The skeptics would say that's where the word of God goes wrong. It's nice stories. Amen. Those are what you would call them as minimalists where you Pentecostals are maximalists when we come to the stories of the word of the Lord. How many are maximalists in the house? I am and I'm not ashamed. Because if you take this pie that's in the Old Testament and then you add, here I go again, but go through the Hebrew translations, the alphanumeric reckoning within the text you could call it, call it it's some kind of a quav, and we won't go into it, amen, right now. But if you look at this text, amen, translationally, Hebraically, it turns out to be 3.14150943362. Sorry, saints, I'm having a good time whether you are or not. What, what are you saying? Amen. It sounds about the same. No, there was a lot of numbers after that were different than the first. So what I'm saying, if you look at this mathematically, amen, this creates with the Hebrew of what it really is, amen, is an error 15 times better than the 3.14 of our United States college estimate that we were accustomed to using in school. Anybody ever use the 3.14? Amen. Did you know? <laughs> I didn't want to. They made me. But, amen. The pie in the scripture is 15 times better than the school pie. How many get this? 
So I'm, I'm, I, I, come on, God wants to surprise you. God wants to give you something. When you thought you had to settle for the secular best, brother, and it's going to be this way or that way, and what they say, it's just the way it is. God says, uh-uh. When it comes to my word, it's 15 times better. Our pie is better than their pie. Come on, can you shout hallelujah? Amen. God's calculus is better than their calculus. He'll not leave this righteous forsaken or his seed begging for bread. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth them out of them all. Can you clap your hands unto the Lord? Look at your neighbor and say, my pie is better than their pie. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen, brother. I know that sounds crazy. Amen. I may have even went off the scriptures. Could, could, you, could, could you go to Proverbs chapter 30? Is that all right? Praise God. Is, <laughs> amen. We're there somewhere. We're there. It's my fault because I preach on the floor. Here it is. Amen. Proverbs chapter 30. Is any, can, any, can you find that, brother? Can you go to that? Can you go to that? Proverbs 30 and verse number 1. Somebody say, he wants to surprise me. Somebody say, God wants to wow me. God wants to give me the invisible, but I got to keep doing something till he shows up. Oh, somebody say yes. Okay, read, brother. Read, Rev. Read, Rev. Come on, help me out. Yeah, please, verse number one. Could you stand and read it? Preach it. You can turn around. Spit and spray and I'll hand you my hanky. Hallelujah. Go ahead. This is, this is Solomon. How many know Solomon wrote the book of Proverbs? He wrote the book of Proverbs. Go ahead. This, the words of Hagar, the son of Jacob. The words of Agar, the son of Jacob. Even the prophecy. Even the prophecy. The man spake unto Ithiel. The man spake unto Ithiel. Even unto Ithiel and Ucal. Even unto Ithiel and Ucal. Thank you, sir. Amen. <laughs> You've got to see this. Is it up on the screen yet? Praise God. Amen. Here it is. Surely I am more brutish. No, no, go back to verse 1. <laughs> the words of Agar, the son of Jacob, even the prophecy, the man speak unto Ithiel, even unto, and Yukon. What is this? What in the world is he talking about? Somebody say he wants to surprise me. Somebody say God wants to wow me. Somebody say the invisibles will be showing up. Now watch this. So what's happening here, brother, if you look it up? Agar means to collect. The collector may be possible of the symbolic name like Ecclesiastes, the preacher or the assembler. Amen. Solomon had several names. As a matter of fact, Solomon had Jedediah, beloved by the Jehovah, the name which by the mouth of Nathan the Lord gave to Solomon at his birth as a token of divine favor and possibly even Lemuel, which means devoted to God. Solomon had different names. So it's not peculiar if we look at this verse to which one of these names that Agar is Solomon that they're talking about. Solomon is talking about himself. So the words of Solomon, the son of who? Jecha, or in Hebrew, Yecha. Amen. Who is that? Amen. Yecha, amen, means carefully religious, obedient, or pious. Was the father of Agar or Solomon. So who would this be? David. David is the father of Solomon. Is that all right? Somebody say, hey, amen, that's right. 
So David is the father of Solomon. So you could say in the scripture, amen, the words of Solomon, the son of David, even the prophecy, amen, if you looked at it as Hamasa, Neum, Hageber, amen, it means the mighty oracle prophesied. In other words, simply, Solomon, the son of David, has something to say. It's not too hard, is it? Praise God. I know I'm slowing down. Please don't fall asleep. Amen. How many are still with me? Somebody say Solomon has something to say. Somebody say Solomon has something to say. Tell your neighbor Solomon has something to say. Solomon, the son of David, has something to say. What is he saying? This is what I love. Amen. Here, centuries in advance, amen, in Proverbs 30, he says, Ithiel, which means God comes, arrives, is with me, is equivalent to Emmanuel, God with us. Solomon has something to say centuries in advance. How many know Proverbs was written in the time of Solomon? This is way before, amen, what we would call the silent years. This is way before Calvary. This is way before Emmanuel, born in Bethlehem. Hallelujah, God in flesh. So Proverbs chapter 30, Solomon is getting something in advance. The Solomon, the son of David, has something to say. He's saying God is going to come in the flesh. This is just as good as John 10.30. I am my father of one. This is just as good as John 1.14. And the word became flesh and tabernacled amongst us. Come on, somebody. This is a oneness scripture. Proverbs 30 and 1. Amen. You got Solomon, the son of David, has got something to say. He's saying God is coming in the flesh. Can you clap your hands anyhow? But this is what I like, brother. Here it is. Here it is. Solomon has something to say, the son of David. He says, God's going to come in the flesh. Amen. But here it is. Even unto Ithiel and you call. What's you call? I think, brother, you call me to suffer and I come running. That's what happens. But you call is this. Amen. It actually is, could be the verb or yuchal, which means to be consumed. Amen. All of God that died, died on Calvary. Amen. God's flesh quivered. God's blood shook. Simply, Brother Solomon, seen way in advance, the son of David, that God was going to come in the flesh to be consumed on an old rugged cross to save you and I so that you and I can have redemption. Hallelujah. Amen. God wants to wow us in the scripture. God wants to say, wait a minute. Amen. Centuries, a millennia in advance, my brother. Amen. I'm trying to show the prophets that I'm coming to rescue you, that I'm coming to pull you out of sin, that I'm coming to change your life. But all you got to do is keep on trucking for truth. You keep on till the miracle shows up. You keep on till Calvary comes. You keep on till the blood is shed. Come on. Could you clap your hands under the Lord? Yes. Keep doing it until the invisible. I know that sounds crazy, brother, and I'm going around Grandma's barn just to bring you the nuggets. Who would have thought that Solomon, amen, had something to say like that centuries in advance, but it kept happening, prophesying, prophesying. Keep preaching. Jesus even said, amen, the prophets of old desire to hear what you're hearing now. Amen, because it took centuries and millennia, but, the, but those prophets and preachers, 
Amen. And disciples kept living until the miracle showed up at Bethlehem and then later on the tree for you and me. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to save my boys. I'm going to save what I can save. I'm going to get the buzzards off of my covenant because baptism is more important to me. My walk with Jesus is more important. You just keep doing until Jesus shows up. I begin to come to a close, amen, real quick, if this is okay, praise God. I want you to see this in New Testament. Go ahead, saints, amen, if you could find that. I believe it's the one that's in the book of Luke, amen, chapter uh, number 17, if I'm not mistaken. Amen. Verse 11, and it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee and he entered into a certain village and there met him ten men which were lepers. Perfect, perfect disease. Ten. Ten men. A perfect, horrible situation. Ten is completion. This is perfectly impossible. There were ten men, ten lepers. Haman lined up. Haman, look at the scripture. Entered into that village and they stood, ten of them, afar off and lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, Messiah, have mercy on us. Rabbi, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said unto them, go show yourselves unto the priests. Why? Because within the scripture, the priests understood, and they understood, that there are certain portions of the Torah, there are certain portions of the Torah that they had to go to and through a cleansing format that if a leper ever came back and was healed, this is how you'd reunite him to the community. You'd have to go through your protocols, brother. You'd have to break out the stethoscope. You'd have to check. You'd have to go through a complete physical. They'd have to have sacrifices. They'd have to bathe, shave, examine, new clothes, everything. There was a protocol within the Torah to break. That's why Jesus said, go show yourselves to the priest. They're going to prove that you're healed and you come back into the community, right? You know that story. You've heard this preached. But watch this. Then comes one, one of them when he saw that we shall turn back with a low voice, glorified God, and fell down on his face, giving him thanks, for he was a Samaritan. Jesus said, were there not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? And found that return, give glory to God, save the stranger. He said unto him, arise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. No, no, there's all kinds of homiletical preacher uh, directions we could go to with this. And brother, maybe he was made whole from the inside out, not just the outside. Maybe he was mentally healed like never before. And the others, amen, they were just half cocked, but <laughs> I'm totally healed. Caught you when you weren't looking, guys, I'm going back. But could it be this, that in, in those times they had what was called the leper line. Look this up. Anybody know this? The leper line. The leper line, brother, that's why they had to stand afar off. That when Jesus walked by, amen, they could only go to the leper line and cry because that was the place where people would throw things to them. Amen. Whatever it is, okay? Amen. Here's a morsel of food. There you go. <laughs> you, you need something. Looks like you need some sandals. I've got some old ones, sir. I'm going to throw them. And all ten are just diving together. Amen. To try to grabble and scrabble for that those few sandals. And, amen. That's the leper line. They could never cross that line, Pastor. Amen. This was the leopard community. But they were close enough. Please dig into this if you feel. But they were close enough to the highway with the passerby. Help us to 
could you help us? And they're begging for some more soul. They don't mind bumping into each other out here. They got the same disease. Leper line. Amen. Brother, this impacted me when I, I, I got a hold of that concept. Jesus wasn't afraid of the lepers. He was going to Jerusalem. Amen. Maybe he wanted to stay clean. Amen. In that sense, just, just, just for the sake of Torah. He could have ran into the leper community. He touched them before. But could he have challenged their faith one more time? And maybe they heard, amen, the news. And mind you, it's not CNN. But he heard the news. Jesus is coming in. They could tell by the entourage of men. They could tell by the garment that this was a rabbi of rabbis. He had the talit, the tzitzit. And you could see the quorum, amen, of ten men or more around him. And amen, they knew this. So Jesus, amen, they cry out. Why didn't they run to him? Why they couldn't? This was the leper line. And Jesus simply said to them, amen, from that distance, go, go, leave the community. Go your, show yourselves to the priest. You're all healed. And they begin to turn. Oh, instantaneously. Woo! Done. And they're going, brother. They're, they're running as quick as they can. They're going to go find the priest. Hey, Joe, don't you know I look normal again? Look at this. And they're running. Almost as if a word, brother, with an exasperating mindlessness. Oh, I get to leave the leper calling. I don't have to beg at the leper line no more. But one says, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I get to go across the line and touch the man with the plan. And he crosses. This, this feels weird. It's this. Oh. And he crosses the leper line. Wait a minute. You gotta obey the Messiah. You gotta, you gotta have a priest to amen say that you're clean to come back into the community. Who needs, understand what I'm saying? Step of faith. Who needs those priests when the priest of priests is walking on the highway? And he runs and falls and thanks God. For the healing, your faith, that which you couldn't see, sir. Faith, substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen. That which you couldn't see, that invisible that you wanted for so long, sir, is now encompassing you. Your faith of standing and persevering for the invisible to come. When you, all you could do is to just keep doing, staying on the line, hoping, preparing, asking, begging. Hallelujah. Your faith has made you whole. Look at your neighbor say, it's going to be worth it all. Every long mile, every trial. And God's calling you, son. God's calling you, sir. Wait a minute, I'm inadequate. Saints, if there's anybody that's inadequate, hey amen, it's this preacher right here. I'm first generation Pentecostal. My daddy was an alcoholic, painted his face, went behind barbed wire with a weapon and stole professionally. My mother worked at a bar and smoked a pack and a half of cigarettes a day. I had brothers with hair down to there. Brother, I lived in a mess, yet we were strict Catholics. 
Amen. But I'm sorry. No, we love Catholics. That, amen. Thank God for Pentecostals who were Catholics. But understand what I'm saying. Amen. I, I, I rem if anybody doesn't deserve it, it's me. But I knew when he healed me and it paid off. Brother, I, I, I don't know who prayed for us in the past. It must have been some grandma maybe or maybe it was my mother in the middle of the night somewhere even before she had the truth. I don't know. To pull my family. We were expecting some of my brothers and sisters older than me to end up in coffins real soon. Amen. Because when they're skydiving with 57 Chevys around curves with their lights off as police are chasing them and all kinds of junk. You never knew what was going to happen. High on drugs, high as a kite. Probably stayed there most of the time. Amen. God saw fit to say, come on, but beyond the line. Amen. Your faith, your person. God knew I had a hunger, brothers, an altar boy. I let the incense flow. I could smell it as an altar boy. I, I bowed at the stations of the cross of crucifixion. We constantly reiterated and rehearsed the death of Jesus. Barely ever the resurrection. They must believe he's still dead. Amen. Thank God I met a resurrected Savior at a little Pentecostal church. And I began to pray to Jesus as he was my best friend. Did you know, please, please, and I don't want to take a lot of time. I'm closing, closing. What time is it, brother? Praise God. How many don't care? That's five of you. I hope the rest jump on board. Amen. But you've got to see the saints. I'm, I'm, I'm almost done, done here. Amen. But when they came into service, I think, and, and, and let me, let me, is it okay if I just read something? Because this will say it just a little better. Amen. Than what I preached. Amen. Just, just without it. Amen. That was called Betsefer. Betsefer was the ages of 6 through 12. Was the first educational venue. There were three educational venues the Jewish children went through. Amen. One of them was Betsefer. And I believe Jesus went through all of these, by the way. Jesus. This, if you want to know what schooling Jesus had. This is probably it. Amen. Beth Sefer, 6 through 12, Jewish children began their formal education. Boys and girls attended synagogue school and learned to read and write. Aleph, Bet, Amen. And the textbook was the Torah. And the goal was not just to read, but to memorize the sacred text. Text. I got to know it. That's why they could quote it, brother. That's why the lawyer in the scripture said, Shema Yisrael, Adonai, Amen. What's the most important scripture? They, they knew it. Amen. At 12 years old, brother, they became a, a person of the, uh, of the community. It was called the bar mitzvah for the boys. And they would be accepted in the community. Probably that's why Jesus was lost in the temple. It could have been that he was, amen, experiencing his bar mitzvah. And somehow in the celebration, they left him behind. <laughs> Is this okay? Now watch this. So, so, amen. After all of that, could I, uh, I, I'm hastening. The second venue was Beth Midrash. Amen. It, 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 for the best of the best, the next educational opportunity, amen, from age 13 to 15, who were deemed worthy to continue their educational pursuits, went under the study and memorized the entire Tanakh, which meant beyond the five books of Moses. Genesis, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Amen. So, Either that or they learned the family trade at the same time. Carpenters learned how to be carpenters. Fishermen learned how to be fishermen. It was the family trade. Please, I'm almost done. Watch this. Hey, ma'am. 
Jesus' disciples, if any, very few of them even made it this far in their educational training. Few were selected for this pursuit. But watch this. The third one is called Bet Talmud. This is where you find those that are following a rabbi. They're called Talmudim. Amen. This was the longest of its duration. It went from age 15 to 30. That's why Jesus started at 30. He went to the third educational venue to participate he must have in be invited somebody say invited by a rabbi at the age of 15 years old a rabbi had to come to you brother david how old are you sir 17 okay two years later but think of yourself two years ago in order to get a better education a rabbi had to come to you and say you're the best of the best you're the best you're the best of the best come on follow me that invitation was like receiving a scholarship from Harvard, Oxford, and Tel Aviv, amen, Hebrew University in Jerusalem, all packed into one. Plus, amen, everything was there. They would literally follow in the dust of the rabbi, desiring to emulate him in all their mannerisms. They would eat the same food, exactly the same in the way of the rabbi. They would sleep. They would awaken the same way as the rabbi. And most importantly, they would learn to study the word of God and understand God exactly the same way as the rabbi. Hallelujah, brother. You would, you, you would preach like your man of God. You would, you would get up and eat. Uh, the same breakfast as Brother Morrell. You would go all day long, trailing, eating the dust of your rabbi's sandals all day long. If any of you preachers really want to preach, watch what this man does. Watch what this brother does. Follow the dust of your rabbi. Hello, somebody. Can you say yes? Amen. This was the third venue, but get this, saints. Amen. Peter, James, John, sons of thunder, Amen. On and on and on. Most of these boys were caught in an occupation. Peter was caught in an occupation of being a fisher and other fishermen. Most likely, they never were invited by a rabbi. They never made the grade. So they could, it's not a shame, it's not a sin to follow in your dad's footsteps and to do his occupation, electrician, plumber, whatever it was. But they never made the grade. But here comes the teacher of teachers and says to Peter, James, John, sons of Zebedee, Matthew, the toll booth collector, <laughs> and said, come, follow me. He was invited by a rabbi, and it blew their minds. Great. I'm inadequate. I've been doing fish for years. No, no. Come follow me. You're worthy. You're worth it. Somebody say, God wants to surprise you. God wants to wow you. Is as it were, brother, you might have to. Could even be 30 years old. Whenever it is. You could be 21 and preaching around the country. But what are you saying, saints? I'm saying, do it. Until that miracle shows up. I'm the most inadequate. No, just do it. Love God. Serve God. Aren't you glad you went to the water, brother? Praise God. It's an invitation of a rabbi. I'm not going to, brother, I, I, it doesn't have to be the xylophone. It can be something else. Praise God. I think that you're the same, brother, aren't you? Yes, yes. <laughs> Praise God. Maybe it's the, I'll just get on my guitar, brother, whatever it is. But 
once the invitation happens, let God wow you. Chase away the buzzards. Say, you ain't taking my covenant and you ain't taking my family. You ain't touching my church. You just keep doing what God's. Hey, man, cross the leper line and get personal with the God that just saved you from everything. Hallelujah. Do it until the invisible. Can I close those, please, Sister Nala? Kind of get ready. I'm done. Is it before nine? Is this okay? Praise God. And I know I shared it. I shared it last night. We were preaching last night somewhere else. I shared it. There's someone here that was there. But I want to share this again. Amen. After 16 years of full-time evangelism, preaching Wednesday to Sunday, Wednesday to Sunday, Wednesday to Sunday, pulling with, amen, our trailer and three children, even our poodle. Amen. Just, just trucking for truth, living and loving the Lord. Just love it, brother, all the way through. I didn't know I was going to be an evangelist. I didn't know, brother, I was going to get married at 21 and marry, amen, some young lady that even in her Christian school told the rest of the students at their testimony time that I want to marry a full-time evangelist. I was a thousand miles away from her without cell phones. My youth leader became her youth leader as he moved there. He brought up pictures. I looked at him. Can I say it again? I looked and there was hubba hubba. All she wrote. Amen. I drove down, flew down, got a job, got married, moved in. Amen. What, what, what are you saying, saints? God can take your life. Turn it all the way around. But it's 16 years of that. Something started happening to me, brother, in my late 30s. I thought, God, what's going on? Amen. I don't understand this. I, I, I felt some kind of weakness. I felt some kind of anxiety. I felt some kind of panic attack. I, I didn't even know what that was. Uh, the doctors, I, I guess they would call it uh, some kind of reaction formation is what they call it because maybe we're just full steam. You know, we, I, I know I preach generally slower than others, but I just want you to understand. <laughs> but something just bam, 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 bam. And all of a sudden, I, I, I had to unplug our PA system. We had a PA system we traveled with. Some churches didn't have a real good PA system. Amen. And, and so he's unplugging ours. I was shutting down. My pastor said, come on home. You're going to rest. And it took a sabbatical for about six months, brother. Amen. I, had, I was flat on my back or my belly in prayer. And I couldn't feel God. Brother, I couldn't go out with you to eat. I, something happened. My nerves to where I could, I couldn't even barely eat at the supper table with my family. I couldn't go out with pastors to eat with them. Amen. It would just remind me of whatever panic I went through. And so I had to hide and recluse and pray and ask God little by little, like bubbling sands, amen, of the of, of, of the presence of God came through the desert and touched me. And I thank God for that. Amen. That's a long time ago. But I want to tell you, I was, my DNA, I was tired, I was weary. I guess sometimes you just give, 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 and you don't know that you might need to receive a little bit at the same time. <laughs> I was a little, you know, just a little off kilter. Amen. But it, 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 I, God met me there. And we were invited to Wisconsin. And at Wisconsin, there was a friend of ours that had, please, I'm trying to close, but some of you may be going through something like this. Some of you may have just went through. I counsel people. People would call me from different states. Once I went through this, I said, brother, this is what you do. This is the hopelessness you're feeling. This, it's going to be okay. God's got this. You're gonna, brother, I would counsel people for hours on the phone. Different ones begin 
to call me. I don't know how they found out, amen, after the fact, amen, and just on and on. Even while I was pastoring our congregation of 150 people, there were others that were calling me at the same time. Saints, I tell you what, amen, I, I, I didn't have all the answers, but God was just giving me answers for them. Some would come out of it. We, we've counseled with Sister Nala next to me with on speakerphone. We'd counsel a pastor's wife. And I'd counsel a, 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 a church leader here and there with pastor approval. And amen. It was just, and, 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 and so I, I needed something just after that. We went to Wisconsin. It was kind of a cabin out on a lake. It was more like a, a trailer, an old trailer. But it was a nice deck. And he had an iron kettle cooking. My, I enjoyed that beef stew or whatever it was. Don't you want to go there? Amen. And, and we played pick em up sticks and different stuff. This is a brother that brother would see some things. He's kind of prophetic. He would see angels and, 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 and different things like that. And I didn't see all that stuff. I didn't get tied into all of that, brother, as much as, as he did. And, and so with all of that, amen, I, I, I took up the guitar. and We just started playing and singing in that trailer. I am a friend of God. I am a friend of God. How many remember that song? I am a friend of God. He calls me friend. That's it. it was the going song back then. Praise God. And all the presence of the Lord fell in that place. And my daughter, my youngest one, was just, she could at that age. She was just kind of a little cocky-ish. And, uh, oh, she's, my, she's a prince now, princess now. Amen. Baby on the way, beautiful, great husband, working, playing piano, singing, just like mama, carbon copy, praise God. And, uh, amen, she said, do you see any angels now? I mean, who asked the question like that? I'm like, I'm not going to ask him that question, but she did. She said, yeah, one standing right there behind you. It was the sliding door to the outside deck. They went to that deck. They opened up all three of my children, which were younger then. Amen, opened up the deck. And they were looking at something. My kids were looking at something. Look, and I go, what? I am a friend. I'm still stuck in the house. What's going on? I come out there, brother. There it is. There it is. I'm closing, closing. Stick with me. Is this okay? Can you give me two minutes? Watch this. All of a sudden. Just a little more, brother. Thank you. Watch this. Here it is. There it is. Like hands. About the size of my hand. Maybe double. Three patches. Even a little more, brother. Thank you, thank you. Glowing. It was like glowing. I, I thought, what in the world is that? And brother, I, 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 they said, play a song. I thought, well, what do you play with that? I, it came to my mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then when I begin to sing, hallelujah. How many know what I'm saying? Shock my Sunday school socks right off. Amen. I've seen it myself, brother. And I was, hallelujah. We weren't worshiping angels, but I was worshiping God. Later on, brother, I heard that brother say, he said, he prayed a prayer for our family that night. He said, please let the Narlocks see what I'm seeing. And we've seen it later. He said, Brother Narlock, you've seen three glowing lights, but what they really were is all you've seen was the belt buckle or the sash of 13-foot-tall angels standing out there in the yard or in the midst. 
This is in the sticks of Wisconsin. There barely any lights. He was shutting generators off. We shut the lights off. It wasn't blowing off of some nice, bright PVC pipe. It was, it was angels through the house. Matter of fact, brother, we walked out on the dock. We walked on the dock out at the end, and I thought, I'm going to get alone. I'm going to get alone with God. Just across the lake was a forested area. I mean, maybe I told this before. I can't remember, but it was a forested area. It looked like 10,000 squirrels that had flashlights in their hands. Jumping from branch to branch. <laughs> like lights everywhere. What's going on? I'm, I'm losing my mind. But it was as if God took the curtain and pulled it back so that I could see heaven on earth in between and I could see it was like brother the stars just <laughs> amen and, and I was out there praying lifting my hands at the end of the dock feeling the comfort of the Holy Ghost because of what I went through I hadn't felt in a long time I began to just melt tears thank you Jesus and they said they said they couldn't even see half of my body because there was such an angel wrapping around and holding me while I was crying at the end of a dark dock in the middle of Wisconsin Stickville. But it was angels everywhere. But Sister Rose, am I lying? No, no. You seen them? Call, call my kids. They seen them. It happened. It's happened here. Somebody's already telling me here. Not too long ago in a prayer meeting, they're seeing something. I said all that to say this, that no matter reproach, Pharaoh, whatever it is, that if you keep doing it, the invisible will show up. Higher praise. Don't stop doing what you're doing. It's worth it to fight off the vultures and the buzzards and the coyotes and the jackals and the stinking whatever it is out there. Fight the good. It's worth it to protect your faith in your covenant, to protect your family and your church, to cross the line of demarcation that says, I don't care what others do. I'm going to the, to the very, amen, person that he, I'm going to the hands and the feet of those, of the one that loves me most. Amen. Hallelujah. My pie is better than their pie. And I'm finally, though I was unworthy, sir, I had a rabbi back in 77 say, come, follow me. I didn't deserve it. But wow, came to my door. Surprise. He is accessible in this house tonight. Somebody stand to their feet and lift their hands unto the Lord. I wonder right now, I know we're probably the strangest preacher in Pentecost. Amen. But I want somebody, that's it. That's it. If you're looking around, if you're, if, you, if you're going to and fro, amen, you might want to reconsider that now is a bad time, amen, to stir any other direction than that which the Holy Ghost wants you to be in. Come on, somebody, that's it. 
Come on, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it, sister. Go ahead, go ahead. You just keep, that's it, that's it. God's giving you that divine direction. Come on. God is giving you, brother, that is. You say, brother, I'm, I'm, I'm just a layman. I'm, 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 I'm just... Amen. I thank God for my family, my business. I thank God for everything. But brother, in the name of Jesus, there's a rabbi that's calling you to a higher place tonight. Come on, sister. That's it. Show me your glory. Just do it. Do it until the invisible shows up, sister. That's it. Yes, yes. Come on, come on. Come on, Pentecostals. Amen. These pews, we could arrange them anywhere in the house and it would still be church. Don't let the structure of where we are in the middle of this building stop what we need tonight. Amen. I wonder if you could get out into an aisle. I wonder if you could find maybe a wall somewhere. Press up against the wall. Somewhere that's it, son. Come on, come on. Come on, he's speaking your name. He's speaking your name tonight. Come on, there's a rabbi that said, drop the nets, drop the nets. Come on, I'm calling you, I'm calling you. I don't care what your name is. I don't care what happened yesterday. God bless you, sir. Come on, come on. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, that's it. I feel this wooing. I feel this longing. I feel this drawing. Just do it. Do it until the invisible shows up. Just do it until the invisible shows up. Come on, I need your glory. I want your glory. If you need that healing touch, the healer is in this house. Come on, God bless you, sir. Brother, tonight, tonight, thank God for that healing. But you're There's something different taking place. There's something supernatural that's happening here tonight. Yes. A rabbi's calling you. He's wanting to wow you, brother. There's, come on. He's wanting to surprise you. It's accessible saints. He's a accessible saints. Come on. Solomon has something to say. Amen. If there's a God that'll say, I'll do it centuries in advance, and he fulfills his promise, don't you know he'll fulfill his promise for you tonight? Come on, that's it, Jesus.
Somebody chase away the vultures. Somebody say that's it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Do it. Do it. Do it until the invisible shows up. Shows up. as quick as you can could you lay on a hand on the brother that's next to you right now sisters as quick as you can could you lay a hand on another sister spouse to spouse brother to brother sister to sister wherever you are i want you to begin to pray or two or three are gathered in his name the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous amen availeth much if my people are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray 
Somebody begin to pray right now. I want you to encourage your brother and sister that's next to you. God is calling you by name, sister. God is calling you by name, brother, tonight. I pray for the blanket of encouragement. I pray for the blanket of the blood of Jesus. That no matter what arrow comes our way, we burn the silver cords and the ley lines of the enemy. Devil, the same way you tried to come in, you run out right now. In the name of Jesus, because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We take dominion and authority. God, just like David picked up the ark and said, Arise, O Lord, and let the enemies be scattered. We pick up the ark of promise. We pick up the ark of your presence and say, Arise, O Lord, and let your enemies be scattered. God of the angel armies, amen, the Lord of hosts. Arise, O Lord. Go ahead, go ahead and pray it. It's yours tonight. He's accessible. You've crossed the leper line. Hallelujah. You've chased away the buzzards from hell. You're doing it until the invisible shows up. Don't you give up now, your praise. Don't you stop now, somebody. I'm going through, young man. I'm going through. Come on, young lady, say it. Say it. Speak to your situation. Speak to your spiritual DNA. Encourage yourself in the Lord on your way to Ziklag. Come on, somebody. That's him. That's him. That's him. That's him. In Jesus. In the name of Yeshua. He's calling you. Come on. He's calling you. The rabbi's calling you.
there in the house. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, let's linger. Let's linger just a little bit longer in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give, an op- give God an opportunity to do a work here tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Touch some folks. Heal some folks. Help some folks today. Hallelujah. God, and they are my son. praise for what we've heard here tonight hallelujah 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 thank you lord we've been challenged tonight to just keep on doing what we're doing until the invisible shows up hallelujah so you know what i'm going to leave here tonight knowing and believing hallelujah i'm just going to just keep on doing what i'm doing i'm going to keep on attending church i'm going to keep on praying i'm going to keep reading studying my bible Hallelujah. I'm going to keep on, amen, being a light, amen, or trying to be a light to a lost and dying world. Hallelujah. And we're just going to keep on doing that until Jesus shows up. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Look at somebody and just say, keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing tonight. Praise God. Keep doing what you're doing. What, a, what an awesome presence of God. Thank you, Brother Norlock, for obeying God tonight. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Sharing the Word of God with us tonight. Touching us with the Scripture. Amen. The message tonight. Praise God. What a, what a powerful sermon. Praise God. What a powerful message. Hallelujah tonight. Praise God. Give somebody a big high five or whatever tonight. Hallelujah. Tell somebody how, much, how glad you were to see them tonight on this Wednesday night. Good crowd here tonight for a Wednesday night service. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. Good, good crowd here tonight. Praise God. God bless you tonight. Shake hands. Hug somebody's neck. Tell them how much you love them and appreciate them tonight. You're dismissed in Jesus.